Podcast in book club format about horror movies. This week we've got Brawl. Starting off, I'm Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And the way these things generally work is we're going to talk a little about the history of this movie. We're going to talk about the plot. We're going to talk about, you know, special effects, sound effects, cinematography. And we're going to kind of round it out with a little bit of our own little spoopy meter. And thank you for joining us for our second season. This was uh, a phenomenal second season and uh we are going to take a little hiatus as a couple of us move around the world and um yeah uh, we'll be back probably in april but to get us started off uh we're this is one one monster of a movie boys uh dan do you have the history of this thing of course um so i i think that this movie especially goes out to uh jarvis who's going to be moving to our our wonderful sunny florida where this is going to take place um we have the director of this is alexandria aja i'm definitely ooh, i fucked his name up um but he is a french director and he is known for doing the hills have eyes in 2006 piranhas 3d and horns i think i love this dude that's what i thought <laughs> I mean, it's I, better than the last time we had a French director. <sighs> These movies are <laughs> equally as bad, and I will stand by that statement. How dare you? Hey, as a future Florida man, I'm going to fuck you up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can free to do that. I will just send my army of tires after you. <laughs> do you see... Do you, did you even watch this movie? Do you know how many fucking alligators I'm going to have at my disposal at any given time? <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, his army of tires can just, you know, shake a bit and they'll blow up all your gators. Exactly. And tires come in sets of four. How are your alligators going to handle that one? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Monster Off, starring the five of us. <laughs> we got alligators versus rubber tires this week. <laughs> what do we think, guys? We got a man versus a regular old car. So the writers for this are Michael and Sean Rasmussen, which really threw me off because I know Michael Rasmussen as a hockey player. And I was like, wait, hold, hold up. And That's exactly what I just thought of when you said it, too. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, are we back in Michigan? Wait a second. <laughs> um, all right. But they are known for writing um, movies. The Rasmussen brothers are known for writing The Ward, The Inhabitants, and The Dark Feed. And I say it like that because if you look at any of these movie trailer um, posters, if these movie posters, then you will see that it just needs that generic deep voice to go along with every single one of them. Oh, that used to be movie trailer guy who was like iconic in like the 90s and early 2000s. In a world. In a world. In the ward. The inhabitants. Um, Surrounded by tires. <laughs> a lot of fucking alligators uh fun f i don't usually say the producers on this because it's a lot of like miscellaneous people and I, I i don't know i don't really like to give credit to the producers i don't know why um but sam Ramy is actually one of the producers for this movie why don't you like to give credit to the producers i, I don't know i just find the directors and the writers to be more interesting that's fair 
I always found the producers to be the money and like kind of decisions like based on fi- I I don't know. I don't know anything about movies. Here we go. Um back to our movie podcast. <laughs> The budget for this movie is $13.5 million, and the box office for this, it made about $91.5 million, so it did very, very well. I also want to note that this movie came out in 2019. I didn't say that at the beginning, so it's pretty fairly recent, so I don't feel the need to uh, convert this uh, into today's dollars, as that was only two years ago. The runtime for this movie is approximately 87 minutes. So it's not a very long movie. Um, pretty short, quick, easy movie to watch. Other 2019 horror movies that we could have watched, there were a lot of really good movies that came out in 2019, just like I said last week um, with uh, Re- Ready or Not. So we have It Chapter 2 came out, Brightburn, Us, and Ma, along with, of course, Ready or Not. Oh, Brightburn's very good. It's basically evil Superman. Yeah, it was... It was just a very good year for for horror movies because remember, like last year, I said, uh, uh, last week, I said it also came out with uh, Midsummer. Like I love that movie. Yeah, twenty nineteen was great. Twenty twenty, eh. not not so much. Twenty nineteen, so <laughs> great horror movies. Twenty twenty, living in a horror movie. Yep. Hey, we did have that one really good movie, um, Conjuring the Devil, that came out in twenty twenty. No, that feels like so long ago. It really does. We were so young. So the tagline for this movie is, if the storm doesn't get you, they will. Who's they? The Gators! <laughs> Gators. Gator got daddy. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty sure any Florida man could count as they. Anything That's in true. Florida. <laughs> That's true. I think like alligators are the least dangerous things in Florida, considering everything else in Florida. Yeah, because now I'm going to be there. There's a lot of meth addicts, so maybe they're just being like, the meth addicts don't get you. I'm sorry. The alligators don't get you. Meth addiction will. <laughs> and, and bath salts. Don't forget the bath salts. And the bath salts. Yeah, I mean, they make you want to eat somebody else's face. Bath salts is nothing, though. What about desomorphine? A.K.A. Crocodile. Street name, Crocodile. Oh, God. <laughs> The film location for this is actually not in... Tell me it's Canada. Tell me it's Canada. It's not. It's also not in the United States outside of the exterior footage, which was done in Tampa Bay, which is kind of the area. The Bay Area is where this takes place. This took. This was filmed in Belgrade, Serbia. It was sure. what? Okay. <laughs> Why? So, boys, we have a foreign film here. <laughs> I mean... I mean, Serbia is known for their large amount of gators. Yeah. That's what they say, Serbia, the gator capital of the world. You it's know, true. when I think of Serbia, I'm like, it is basically the Florida of uh, Europe? Or is it in Asia? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what continent it's on. Yeah, that's what you always say, right? <laughs> yeah. That was actually the whole saying. Yeah. That you, was... You've been saying that for years about the Serbian, Ever, Serbian alligators. Ever since I've met you, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's Europe. 
Yeah, the, the whole saying is Serbia is basically the Florida of Europe or Asia. I can't remember what continent it's on. All right. Yep. Travis, can you edit in here where Serbia is located? Thank you. So our new clock this week, uh, nude clock is something that we do every week as we've noticed that nudity is very prevalent in horror movies. And, and awesome. And oftentimes plays no real serious role in it, and it's kind of silly. Um, so our nude clock this week is none. There is no nudity in this movie unless you are into those naked Crocs. I mean, I am. Don't don't kink shame. Yeah, don't kink shame. You, you, every week you kink shame somebody, and this week it's the uh, alligator people. Look, I'm a standard man. Give me a nice missionary with a woman. Good. <laughs> Well, hold on. I have to go back to, to Mike's hate speech there. You said, are you relating hate speech? I've, and I've, alligators? I've never <laughs> had used hate speech. And alligators? Life. You know, they, they, all, they all look the same. They're all the same. Whoa, whoa. How dare you? Holy shit. It's got They're dark. all green and scaly. All green and scaly things are the same. Wow. I am, <sighs> I am out of this show, guys. I'm done. I'll see you later. Just Who do we replace someone? Who do we replace yeah. Mike with after it gets canceled? All right, Travis, come on up. How about new? No, we <laughs> guys, we have to make a political move. We have to bring on an alligator. We have to be like, we're accepting the alligators <laughs> and crocodiles. No, it's Tim Alligator. Oh, <laughs> no. that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I am going to pass it over to myself because I don't have a clever way to pass it over to myself because I forgot it right before the, the show started. And I'm going to go on with the plot. Jeez. So I want to start by saying that there, there's a couple. I have three things that just didn't make sense to me about this movie. And then I'm going to enjoy the movie because I was, really like Was it only three? It was only three things that you did not enjoy about this. Yeah, movie. they were genuinely only three things. One, alligators can swim 20 miles per hour, right? So are we to assume that everyone that attends the University of Florida is faster than an alligator, which is three times faster than a human can swim? They are gators. Go gators! Because she is not the fastest on her team. So, and she is faster <laughs> than the alligators. So everybody else on that team is faster than an alligator. <laughs> everybody that's on that team is faster than like a boat. It... <laughs> yes, they are stupid fast. It's like holy shit. I'm sorry, I said three times. They're four times faster. Like Michael Phelps can swim like six miles per hour. I think five miles per hour, five and a half. Oh, yeah. At the height of his athleticism, it was just under sixth. Is where he clocked. Rocks. <laughs> Yeah, alligators average 20. All right, number two. Alligators don't really hunt humans, which kind of leads into my third point. Alligators are lazy as fuck. Like, these are the most proactive alligators I've ever seen. Uh, the reasons you gave, other reasons I also did not enjoy this movie. Uh, movies like this, you need to sometimes be in the right headspace to watch. And when I was watching this, I was not in... The mood to watch a silly, goofy, just monster movie or like mm. animal movie. 
So that's why I didn't enjoy it. Well, it's a good thing you watched this one because there's nothing silly or goofy about it. Oh, not not at all. Not <laughs> at <laughs> all. All right, well, with that, with that little intro out of the way, let's get into this movie. So we open with our protagonist, Haley, and she is at a swim meet for the University of Florida. And uh, she's swimming, she's swimming, and she loses. So naturally, we get a really cool flashback to when she's a kid, and she's swimming, and she loses. <laughs> and her She dad, has a history of losing. She's a loser. She is a loser. We will learn that a lot throughout this entire movie. She is a loser. Um, and her dad has this really weird saying that he does, and he's like, what are you? And she's like, I'm an apex predator. And that's going to be a theme. This, this opening I, I, serves, I it literally just serves one purpose, just to be like, hey, human can swim fast. It also Did serves you know the purpose of, we're going to bring up predators later, and that you are also a predator, so you are an apex predator now, and also later, and also before too, though. So Haley talks to her sister afterwards. She goes and gets changed. Um, and we hear over the TV that there's a Category 5 storm and that um, her sister, Beth, I think her name is, says that her dad is missing. She hasn't been able to get a hold of him. Uh, he lives around the area where the Category 5 storm is starting to occur. Did anyone else think that we were going to get Croc-Nado at this point? I did, absolutely. Or Croc-A-Cane. Crocodile, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Here, Here I, I am. am. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else like just casually changed in front of somebody else while on a vehicle? Because I have not. I thought that was like strange for sisters to do. Well, while I don't know. In a vehicle? I don't know if it's strange. When she was well, when she was on the phone in the uh, locker room. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't have a, a same sex sibling. Which may make it a little bit easier, so I, I have no idea. Like if I called my my younger sister and just started changing in a locker room, <laughs> I think I'd be arrested. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, what if it was dad later? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was your stepsis? What are you doing, step bro? Oh no. <laughs> I'm stuck in a locker. Okay, we're going to move past <laughs> this, and we are going to jump to Haley in the car, <laughs> and she is uh, driving to go check on her dad, and we hear this really funny radio announcer, which is just like classic radio announcers. They're like, <laughs> well, don't shoot your gun at the hurricane. And I was like, yeah, that's probably appropriate. I feel like Florida man definitely needs to hear that advice. Oh, dude, I, that got me so hyped to move there. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like that. <laughs> That sound clip alone, I was like, dude, I'm absolutely going to shoot my guns into a hurricane. It's going to happen. New Florida resident dies by shooting <laughs> guns into a hurricane. Lord 11. <laughs> I like that they push that story till 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that important. Just push it to a later time slot. I mean, once they show a picture of Jarvis's face, people are like, yeah, I could, I could wait longer. It doesn't matter. Why does that guy's head? Why does that guy's head look like a thumb? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks exactly like who I pictured when I heard "man shoots guns into a hurricane." 
she's Haley's, as I said, Haley's driving, and we meet. She pulls up to like this traffic stop, and we meet Wayne, aka Dewey, uh, the cop. And she is. Don't don't compare this man to Dewey. <laughs> Do not compare this man to Dewey. Dewey. That's I got perfect. heavy Dewey vibes. <laughs> perfect comparison. No, Dewey is a way better law enforcement officer than this man. He's not even a real cop. He's probably like fishing game. Dewey is a detective. He becomes a detective. He is a quality cop, and he can never die. Look, you don't know what Wayne's trajectory is, so don't judge him. <laughs> oh, Wayne's trajectory is dying by being an idiot. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens to Wayne. Um, so... She goes up to Wayne. We hear little back and forth. They know each other. Wayne basically used to bone her sister. And he's like, oh, I still like her. I know she has a kid and she lives in Boston now, but uh, I live in the past. And um, he's like, you can't go through here. There's a hurricane. She's like, I fucking know that. I'm going to go through anyway. And she drives. She basically does a loop-de-loo and like drives through and drives over to her dad's apartment. So Haley... Um, we hear over the over the radio that they're evacuating the area, and we can see that it's basically just straight up abandoned. They've been evacuating for quite some time. And as she pulls up to his apartment, she finds the star of the show. I say that again. The star of the show, Sugar, who oh, is sugar. alone. fucking love you, Sugar. Yeah, as soon as I saw the dog, I thought to myself, I hope this dog makes it to the end, because that's such a cute dog. Yeah, immediately does the dog die.com. I mean, I had some hope because it's not a Stephen King movie. That is fair. That is fair. If this was Stephen King, that dog would have died right there. (laughs) (laughs) In the most gruesome fashion. Like, it would have got hit by a train. It would have got eaten by a crocodile. A crocodile driving a train would have killed (laughs) Or she would have walked in the door and been like, this is Florida, we gotta stand our ground, and shot the dog. And then... (laughs) It would have been like, wow, that, that was quick, Stephen. I guess. Yeah, those stand your ground balls they'll get you <laughs> so Haley, Haley um, she walks around she sees that her dad isn't at the apartment so she tells her sister she's like I'm gonna go to the old house and go check on him and we, we find out that the parents divorced so that's why he doesn't live at the house anymore and um, it looks like the house is a little beat up he's trying to fix it up and um, Haley takes Sugar. Haley has a little heart-to-heart with Sugar, saying, like, I'm sorry I haven't visited. I'm sorry I missed you and all this stuff. And Sugar forgives her and, like, pats her on the shoulder and stuff. I, I swear to God all this happens. I'm not, like, making this up. Uh, you were like, absolutely daydreaming that. Were you daydreaming no, that? Yeah. Does she pat her I on the shoulder? I think you're projecting. No, she, no, she doesn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I swear to God. I swear I, to God it happens. I wrote down, I was surprised that they could get the dog to really be disappointed in Haley because I believe that that dog was disappointed in her. She's like, <laughs> you'd never write anymore. <laughs> Sugar was the best act. I'm like, all right, I, I want to say the acting was very good in the movie, but Sugar was the best actor in this movie. So Haley goes up to the old house uh, with Sugar, and Haley and Sugar go inside the house. They find her dad's uh, truck. Her dad's named Dave, so I'm going to start calling him Dave uh, moving forward. Uh, and Dave is eventually found in the basement, or I'm sorry, in the crawl space, that's not a basement, by Sugar pointing to the basement. Again, Sugar is the best character. 
literally drives the plot. So Dave is found. He's unconscious, but he has a bite mark on his shoulder. And Haley finds, like, a sheet, and she puts him on it, and she tries to pull him to safety. But in the most dramatic – these gators are the most dramatic gators. It, like, busts through a wall and is like, hey, what's up? I'm here. And uh, Haley screams and pulls her dad back at, at the last possible minute. They get back to safety. But Haley drops her phone, and this is the part of the movie where Tiff and I continuously said, Gator got my daddy, the whole time. So That was a pretty awful CGI alligator at the first reveal. Mm. So that uh, was kind of disappointing to me. It, uh, okay, yeah, I, I, it could have been better, I guess, but like, it, it, I thought it was still pretty good. I didn't realize they only had a three, $13 million budget. But like, only it, didn't that get you, though? That scared. This is the second time I've watched this movie, and I knew it was coming, and I was still like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, th- th- this movie does rely a bit on its jump scares, and yeah, it it did fine. That tree that was like just moments before this scare, the yep. tree coming through the window. Yep. I, w- I was like, "That gator and the tree are in cahoots." <laughs> 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 They're fucking me up. <laughs> You know, and it was funny because, like, you know, the dad's obviously down there, like, working on the pipes. That's how she knows he's down there. Like, he sees, like, the sink is open. Like, he's working on the, the plumbing in some way, shape, or form. And and then when, like, the gator comes, like, barreling towards them. I say barreling. Yeah, gators are pretty lazy. They they take their time when they're on land. But, and his, his tail is just, like, whacking all the pipes. And I'm like, well, no fucking wonder you have pipe problems, man. Look at the fucking size of that thing. You got a gator problem first. That's the number one plumbing cause of problems in Florida is Gator Tales. Did uh, you guys ever watch Gator Tales when you were younger? I did. Oh. Right, it came on right after VeggieTales. <laughs> <laughs> and before DuckTales. <laughs> Sometime around uh, Dragon Tales. Yeah, I mean, Dragon Tales and Gator Tales are kind of the same. I mean, they're kind of derivative of each other. They're both green lizard-like creatures, so... That was kind of disappointing. I do, before we move on, and I, I do want to uh, say that this movie got an A-plus for architecture on my side. I love this house. I wanted to move in yesterday. It was such a good-looking house. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, if you can get over the uh, crawl space full of alligators, <laughs> I'm sure you can get a good deal on it right now. Look, it, it's got charm, okay? It, it's got good bones, and it's got charm. This crawl space, we can just worry about that later. It's okay. No, Kyle, it's pronounced cr- alligators. <laughs> what's your tolerance ratio from like charm and like oh i like the crown molding to like the number of alligators that are just beneath (laughs) the floorboards trying to eat you and your your fucking family honestly i love everything but i just need to ask how many gators are in the crawl space (laughs) and are they optional Uh, are they honestly legally i'm not allowed to tell you this there's actually six though um (laughs) I'm not obligated to tell you, but there is six. Uh, no, I, uh, my, I, I think it's um, my tolerance is pretty high. You could probably put like two or three gators in there, and I think that's. What's the over under of amount of gators you would put up with to live in this house? Well, it's gators per square feet, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're paying by the square foot, so you have to like factor in the gator quotient into your real estate purchase in Florida. Location, and, location, and gators, location. Gators can be like, I don't know, like eight feet long or something. I'm not a gatorologist, but I think it's probably 
at like eight feet and two square feet. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, eight foot gator, <laughs> two thousand square foot house, six gators. Yeah, the, the, the math does check. Math, it. math checks yep. out. I think. I didn't listen. <laughs> um. So Dave, Dave finally comes to after he is has dirty, sweaty t-shirt water poured in his mouth, and he has his bone. We see it's like snapped in half. Um, kind of like that college basketball player, like seven years ago, wherever his his phone snapped out of like. And Haley tries to, she sees that her phone's out in the middle where the crocodiles are, and she tries to go and get it. And we learn that Haley is pretty worried about losing her scholarship at college, and that's why she was so upset about losing her match. Well, maybe she shouldn't have gone to the college with the fastest swimmers in existence ever. <laughs> she should have gone to like a, a community college instead of swimming university. Yeah. If if you want to swim with the 22 mile an hour swimmers, you need to be going 23 miles an hour. I do like on a serious note, I do like how they're able to take an alligator attack and actually give us like decent build, decent character development, like this little back and forth. And you can tell, like, they're they're building this chemistry between them that they're both kind of trying to be the alpha in their relationship, which is already strained. But they have this kind of back and forth that, you know, he's always been tough on her, and now she's kind of being tough back on him. And I, it was actually very, it was very appropriate for the scene. Yeah, the I, movie. I agree with you. I, I think that the character development here, like, I mean, the character development's only going to be so good and a movie where it's constant suspense and uh, they're constantly trying to keep your heart rate up and everything. But I, I think that they did a really nice job with like these little moments where they're talking back and forth, like, Oh yeah, you, you're looking good. How come you never come to my meets anymore? And um, like, you could tell that there's a lot of hostility between them, especially with the mom and him divorcing. Uh, but on a not serious note, when he said, you look good, all I could write down was, it's not that type of movie, daddy. <laughs> Why does your mind always jump to incest? Because because <laughs> it's when they say daddy, I'm just like, I, I don't, there's okay. an association with the word. Okay, I, I will grant you that, that any girl who calls her, or a grown woman, rather, who calls her father daddy, that's the one, that, that's one you want to stay away from. Yeah. Point one. <laughs> but I do appreciate you checking up on me and being like, "Are you okay? You always go to." <laughs> I mean, I would say, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like 80 percent of every conversation I had to with you, you've steered towards incest at some point. Yeah, you and, uh, you play the new uh, Dark Souls game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. My sister was looking great, good yesterday. It's, it's a great game. <laughs> dark Souls. Speaking of Dark Souls, my Dark Souls. Thinking of my sister the other day. <laughs> My uh, my dad put on some nice pants the other day. It was pretty great. I just mark this episode with uh, incest warning again. You might as well just mark every episode with incest warning from now on, or at least 80% of them. <laughs> at least. Just put it there as a placeholder before you even listen to the recording. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next season, season three, Horrible Friends, Electric Incest Lou. Yep. Again with the incest. The only pre-planning season three is the incest season. It's the incest season. 
It's the season everyone comes for. Uh, okay, anyway. There was a joke there. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay. Just, okay. So, um, yeah, they have a little back and, th- back and forth. Um, and Haley gets to her phone. She calls 911, but unfortunately it doesn't go through, and the gator finds her and bites her leg. And we see that there's actually more than one gator down there, as we kind of alluded to a little bit ago. But uh, Haley manages to escape, and she blinds one of them by stabbing it in the eye. And uh, her phone is dropped, and the alligator steps on it, destroying it. Uh, That's not covered by Apple Care. Gator footprint, nope. Not covered. Gator care, though. Yeah. Gator, gator <laughs> care. Honestly, I feel like the Apple stores in Florida probably have a, a gator care plan that you can get. No, you're right. That's probably like one of the first things in the checklist. Uh, water damage, uh, dropping, and gator. That's the third one on the list. Uh, I looked upgrade the... to a new phone. Well, is it water damage? No. Screen broken? Yeah. Was it a gator foot? It was a gator foot. And that's the first question they ask. They don't say, oh, did you drop it? They say, did a gator step on it? No. Did you drop it? (laughs) Jotting down, remind, ask, gator care phone. Got it. Yep. That's going on the docket. Yep. Thanks, guys. No, keep them coming. These are all good. Dude, when she stabbed the gator in the eye, though, I was like, do it for chubs. Do it for chubs. <laughs> I I had several like Happy Gilmore Chubbs thoughts while watching this movie. Dude, I got it. That scene though, man, when there's two of them and she's like kind of she's bobbing and weaving from like in between them and she's keeping her head down. She's like just shy of crawling. Like I'm bobbing and weaving with them, man. I'm 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 like driving a video game car. I'm in an arcade and I'm just like ah ah ah. Like, I, I really like, uh, you may have your feelings on the the level of, or the, the final product, Mike, in terms of the CGI, but I thought it was actually pretty good. I, I, I agree with Mike with the CGI. I think the CGI was kind of weak, but that didn't really, for some reason, that didn't take me out of, like, the suspenseful moments. Like, constantly at these parts, I was like, I don't know if they're going to die or not, because it's just the two of them so i always thought that they were going to introduce new characters so i'm like i don't know what's going to happen to them are we going to kill off one of them and just be left with one person who has to survive and get out um so but maybe it's because the movie was so dark so the cgi didn't bother me so they they benefited from using a lot of dark light in there yeah Yeah, i will say that the cgi only really stood out to me as bad in the first introduction of the alligators and i just thought that was a negative hit on the movie because this is when you're doing your reveal of your antagonist or your monsters of the movie and to have it not be great or even like really i mean it was fine it was not good it wasn't terrible but it was just not good for this to be your reveal of what the conflict of the movie is going to be just was weakened for me yeah i gotcha what i think we all can agree on is Losing that dead weight, you call an unwebbed foot, will definitely help make up that two two hundredths on your next relay race. <laughs> like scholarship reachieved. So the crawlspace starts to fill up with water, 
and Haley makes her way to the cellar door, which her dad tells her about. And Dave just, the threshold of pain that these people can take, he just pops his bone back in. And, I mean, it is a struggle for him, but he doesn't scream real loud or anything. He doesn't pass out from the pain. He's just like, yep, had to do it. Gonna pop that bone back in. I am right. passed like, out. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> how, how did you feel? <sighs> everybody always has PCP for this reason in Florida. <laughs> so on her way, uh, heading back to, I believe that she's, no, 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 on her way to the cellar door. Yeah, she's still working her way to the cellar door. She sees a bunch of lights, and she looks outside, and she sees some looters, three, like, probably 20-something-year-olds looting a store. They're stealing, like, an ATM and stuff. And this seems really cool, so if you guys want to talk about it, we can. But I'm just going to say, they all get eaten by gators. Like, everyone they gets do. gators. And they all deserve it. Yep. One, I had some thoughts. Okay. One, ATMs are way heavier than that, and if they tried to put that ATM in the boat, it would have flipped the boat. Cool. Number number two, Ooh. kid just eats a random hot dog sitting in. It's not even one of those like <laughs> spinny things, like, <laughs> hot dogs. Just like it's like a hot dog sitting on a shelf. <laughs> that kid, and it, it did number, not look cooked. It did not. No, it did look a raw hot dog. I mean, I've eaten a raw hot dog or two before in my life, but not a random, like, <laughs> gas station hot dog. Did we call he did raw dog in it? Oh. Yeah, he was raw dog in the hot dog. <laughs> and number three, when this kid was leaving, like, making his exit, he was stealing unactivated gift cards. I mean, yep. even if he got out, what was he going to do with a bunch of pieces of plastic? Florida man strikes again. <laughs> and number four, number four was, did you see her cornrows? Okay, I did. please, may I? <laughs> may I? Uh-huh. Because I'm about to have a panic attack if I don't get to talk about these fucking cornrows. <laughs> now, I don't want to make this racially uncomfortable or any sort of, like, I, I want to keep it objective, but as a general rule of cinema, white females with cornrows are going to have a hard time in whatever film they're in. That's just <laughs> the rule of cinema. I didn't make it. I simply observe it. <laughs> I mean, that, I, that is a valid point, but also a valid point. White, white girl with cornrows, it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I immediately, as soon as her, like, I saw her cornrows, I was like, man, they really did a lot of research in Florida, didn't they? <laughs> this, is, this is peak Florida. <laughs> they didn't have time to really showcase her grill. You know, her gold teeth that I'm sure she had. <laughs> she didn't have she really didn't have a lot of time because the only teeth you see in that scene are the ones that are actively eating her entire fucking body from on top of the boat. But it, but yeah, dude, I love Stan. Uh, he's the he's the kid inside just stealing all the unnecessary shit. And I was like, I was thinking back and I was like, oh, Stan, first hurricane crime spree. Aw. <laughs> But guys, b before we go any further, if I may, uh, since we're talking about this woman being absolutely eaten alive on a boat, what do you call a gator on a boat? I don't know. A navigator. Um, okay. That was good. That... Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> now, I thank you, because now I don't feel as bad as about my previous joke. <laughs> that's that's one. <laughs> well, 
I'll say before we move on that these gators were very ornery. And uh, do you guys know why these alligators were very mad? I believe the scientific reasoning behind it is because they have all them teeth, but no toothbrush. I mean, that's what my mama said. Tamadula oblongata. Okay, that's all. I was crying, laughing, writing that down. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, they all get eaten in fantastic fashion, and uh, we finally get some death rolls on that. That made me very happy. She finds the door, and we get random spiders that fall on her face. I, I, I don't. Know. It didn't really add much to it. It was just like ah, spiders. Pah! It was kind of like Charlie Day when he throws sand in the guy's face in that episode of It's Always Sunny. He's <laughs> just like. Pfft. Or no, it was Cricket. Cricket throws the sand. He like throws yeah. his eyes. When they wrestle for the troops. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, except it was spiders. It's like... <laughs> and she panicked at an equal level to the spiders as she has been with the alligators. I was like, the spiders should be the least of your problems. Did you see how many fucking Are spiders fell on her face? How many spiders yeah. fell on her face? Did you see all the alligators in that cross <laughs> face? <laughs> but did the alligators fall on her face? That's see. That's a very fair point, but I would not be concerned about a couple spiders on my face if I was being surrounded by alligators. Those might have been. been- Finally, give out at that point. Like, already terrified of gators, spiders on my face. Yeah, my heart's just gonna stop, and I'm dead. You, you really might have died at that point. I mean, between seeing <laughs> bone spurts. Oh, I. <laughs> it's like it's like you you be, you regain consciousness, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go find a way out, and then you lift <laughs> one floorboard, and you're just like, nope. <laughs> Chris is just Chris is just Garfield in this moment. He's just like, man, I, I hate Mondays. <laughs> this is the new segment. Would Chris live? And the short answer is, is no. No, oh, he would not. This is a good. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you the the answer is gonna be no for a lot of movies if this becomes a recurring segment. Oh, we'll have to tune. You'll have to tune into next season to find out. Yeah. So after she screams and knocks all the spiders off of her face. The door, we find out, is jammed uh, because Sugar's there. And Sugar says hi. Sugar's like, hey, what's up? You shouldn't have gone down there. Told you. And uh, the water is about 20 inches high at this point. And we know that because Dave um, is measuring and seeing how fast the water is rising there. Haley decides to go back to her dad. At this point, we see the police officers show up. Wayne shows up with his partner. I'm not sure what his partner's name is, but I'll show you why I didn't feel it necessary to learn his name uh sugar tries to warn wayne by barking at him and is like pointing to where to go and the partner sees that a swing is being pulled underwater and he goes and checks it after fixing the the motor like breaks on the boat that they show up in he like fixes it he sees this chain being pulled and then he dies to like 50 gators eating one piece of him. Like it's it's the most Hollywood thing that you've ever seen. And it's it's beautiful. It's wonderful, but it just doesn't really make any sense. And on the inside, Wayne is still walking around and Wayne like walks up to the door where he, where Sugar points him out to be and 
a gator jumps up and just grabs Wayne and pulls him down and just like death rolls him and just like straight murders him. Like, and he tries to get away, but he doesn't. Like, we just don't, we don't see him again for a while. That's why you don't see him again because he died. (laughs) Well, actually, we do see him. We do see him again. Yeah, we do see his lifeless corpse. But those were good chomps, man. Like, I was was stoked for Wayne to get eaten. Like, we knew it was going to happen. Like, Pete got fucking decimated. Like, uh, yes, it was super Hollywood, but it was, I thought it was pretty solid gore. Uh, I was, I was kind of stoked by it. Like, Wayne sounded, like, at the end, where he's, like, flailing around the water and Haley's trying to get to him. Like, if you just close your eyes and listen, like, it just sounds like Captain Crunch being stomped on the floor. Like, oh. And, and I was, like, mm-hmm. I, my, I had the biggest shit-eating grin on my face just thinking about Chris listening all listening to all the bones snapping. And I was like, <laughs> real quick, so since they were cops there, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you call a SWAT team of gators? <laughs> I don't know. A gator raid. <laughs> that's, oh my goodness. That's two. So Haley is chased back to her dad again, and we learned that she can hold her breath for a long time. Like, they're just like, Dave is like, oh, remember when you held your breath for two minutes? You're going to have to do that later. So I'm just going to explain that real quick for no reason. And uh, us as the audience, we're like, oh, and now. He went into a whole, like, backstory about, remember when you were kids and your sister could hold her breath and you couldn't hold your breath and then you were sad. So then you, when I went to bed, you went out in the pool and you held your breath a long time and I came out and I saw you do that again. Yeah, that's that was basically it. But I mean, it was a nice bonding moment. But like, <laughs> it was it was, yeah, for, like, it was for context, right? It was just like you're gonna do this. So now the audience knows. I guess I, I I did not like this exchange of dialogue because it literally was like, yeah, you went outside and you know what you did? You held your breath, and that's how I knew you were a fighter. Like, what? <laughs> She went outside in the middle of the night and tried to drown herself, and that's how she's a fighter? <laughs> she's yeah. persistent! <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I feel like there is a harsh exchange going on. I think, I, I think the, the way things are thrown in there, it, it doesn't seem sloppy. Like, it, is it convenient to a plot point? Yeah. But it, it, it is creating like a, a pretty... A, a pretty deep emotional connection between those two. I I liked it. I I don't know. It just like if if I were to take context clues, which is how you do a movie, right? Like, you don't have to tell me everything about the character. You could just tell me that she's a swimmer, and we knew she was a swimmer. I can. She can probably hold her breath pretty long. That's that's what I'm getting from this. Is that she's a swimmer? I don't need you to be like. Remember that time when you were six and you tried to drown yourself because your sister's better than you. <laughs> uh. Well, this movie yeah, had to know. tell you that she was a yeah. fighter, or some would call an apex predator, because <laughs> she had the determination to get her breath capacity higher. You have to motivate someone who is about to try to outswim a plethora of alligators. I mean, you do, but not this way. I want to hear your motivating speech, Mike. Okay. Before I get into my motivating speech, I just want to <laughs> su- side note. Uh, this is probably like my favorite line in the movie where this is after uh, Wayne dies. It's like, I never thought it was going to end like this. Well, you didn't anticipate coming back to a childhood home 
and to search for your father who's missing during a hurricane because he refused to evacuate? Who's trapped in a crawl space and about to be eaten by alligators? Because that's number four on my list of expected ways to die. <laughs> also, uh-huh. also, everybody knows there's only four ways to die in Florida. Uh, alligators being number four preceded only by number one, old age, because Florida is a mecca for retirees. Number two, uh, freak accidents at Disney World because that place is a death trap and many people <laughs> die every year, which is the unsung truth of Disney World. And number three, methamphetamine because Florida is the methamphetamine capital of the nation. I mean, Mike, you also you really need to add number five, um, shooting a gun into a hurricane. Yes, yep. and hurricane bullets. Number five added to the list. All right, so Sugar cheers on Haley. As she tries to make a run for the drain pipe, and uh, we see Dave kills a gator with a shovel, which I I assume is just what every person in Florida has to do at least once a year to a gator that gets into their crawl space. And Haley discovers that in the drain pipe, it's a nesting site under the house and finds Wayne's body. And attached to his body, he has his gun. So Haley grabs Wayne's gun. And she pulls the trigger a couple times, but it's wet, so it's misfiring. And then all of a sudden, the gator comes up. She turns her arm. The gator chomps down on her arm, and she pulls the trigger a bunch of time, and it just shoots the shit out of this gator, like, right in its mouth. And it is amazing. Fantastic. It was my favorite scene. How many uh, mouth bullets does it take to kill a gator? Looked like the whole clip. Yeah, the entire fucking magazine, 100%. I, I love, like, they showed the little baby alligators, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're so cute. I want to die. And then the alligator pops up. I'm like, I lied. I lied. No, no, never mind. I thought the baby alligators would be more of a factor in the movie, but it was just, no, we're just going to show baby alligators. I think it was just, I think it was just adding to, like, just the sheer uh, amount of alligators that are present at that moment. But can you imagine from her dad's point of view, like, they shoot, they Pun intended. They they shoot the camera over to him, and he sees you know the like the flashing of the the gunfire. But like, can you just imagine? Like he's like, the gators are shooting at us. <laughs> the gators are shooting at. <laughs> the gators have thumbs now. They can hold their gu- a firearm. Everybody knows the only thing more deadly than alligators or guns is alligators with guns. That's number six on the ways to die. In. <laughs> you know, I mean, I only had my list at four, and I thought four was like the only amount of ways to die in Florida, but you just keep adding ways to the list. I got you. I got your back. I feel like if this movie had $10 million less as a budget, we would have alligators with guns shooting people. <laughs> I mean, that would make a much better movie. So at this point, the water is almost over Dave's head as he's still in a crawl space. And Haley is swimming through the pipe, as I just uh, stated. And the gators were entering in through that, which is where we get some more really poorly done CGI, and honestly, in my opinion. But anyway, the the gators, um, she goes through it. She sees there's a bunch of gators just swimming around the area, which makes sense now because we found out that that's the nesting site, so they're all coming out. And uh, she makes it back up. After escaping and eluding them, because we know that she is the world's fastest swimmer, actually, like the mm-hmm. 20th fastest swimmer, because everyone on her team is faster than her. And 
Uh, she makes it back inside, and she can't figure out what happened to her dad. Where's Dave? Where's Dave? But thanks to Sugar, she saves her dad by smashing up the floorboards and pulling them out. And she, <laughs> the, the daddy lines just get me, but I'll just leave it because we've already had that conversation. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> I... So I'm I'm gonna jump in here for more uh, realism talk here. I I didn't like the fact that they all they had was just a thin layer of floorboard that underneath that like it. Yeah. There's like a whole there's a whole subfloor system. There's like a lot of stuff missing in this house. It's just it's just like a cardboard box well, of a he house. He was working on it. <laughs> <laughs> the the deal fell through. Why, Dad? Uh, we don't actually have much of a house left. I it's just the floorboards. <laughs> Dude, the deal fell through because they fell through the fucking floor. <laughs> like he, he just put all that flooring back down. There's one layer of floor. Yeah. I was like, that that that's not how this would work. But all right, we'll go with it. I was like, if you die here and now, after everything that you've put sugar through today, do not die in front of her. She is an angel. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note that, that Jarvis just said, Dave and Haley, they get back together. And they force Sugar to cross the water to try to get to the boat that the looters were using. Just as Haley's like, why don't we just stay here and go to the roof? And he's like, no, we have to go there. We got to get the boat. And she's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's the most asinine thing. Like, just go to the roof. There's a helicopter flying around. Get a flare. Go to the roof. And go, wait, what what are you doing? (laughs) But before this, one of them said, we just got to get through the car. Well, what good's the car going to do? Because so far, people are going through the town in boats and helicopters. So you're going to make your escape in a car? Probably not. In a fucking Jeep Liberty? I think not. In a Jeep Liberty. (laughs) In a Jeep Liberty. And the water was like above the engine, like almost like almost at the top of the car. It's like, yeah. This is not what a Jeep Liberty is good at. No, I I think that the first part where this movie was unrealistic was when they showed the Jeep driving through all that torrential downpour and the Jeep didn't stall out. Like, I was like, no Jeep can survive that. Yeah, they're showing a Jeep driving through slight mud and not getting stuck. Uh Uh-huh. That would have been a more true... Uh, movie, her trying to push her jeep out of the mud and having to call AAA and wait for them for an hour and a half. And they're like, "Oh well, my dad's probably fine. I gotta wait for AAA to get here." <laughs> Haley, can you get here? The gators are starting. <laughs> we have clearly had some very deep, or very different jeep experiences. Are Are you saying yours was good? I, mine was great. Mine got. Uh, I mine took us out in the blue hole for fucking keg parties all the time. My 1996 Jeep Jeep Cherokee country. I specifically remember a conversation we had where you got in my car and we got on the highway and we got to, you know, 65 miles an hour. This is my 92 Thunderbird. And you went, wait, your car doesn't shake when it goes this fast? (laughs) That's how you know it's working. (laughs) (laughs) You stay awake during long car drives. (laughs) That's a feature. It is. I paid extra for that. Now, was this the same you Jeep Liberty have. that you hit somebody's dad in? It was not a Jeep Liberty, <laughs> um, but it was the same luxury. Damn it! <laughs> it was the same 1996 Jeep Jeep Cherokee Country that 
absolutely destroyed that man's minivan. Um, <laughs> I didn't, didn't have a dent on it. My car. My car is great. I love that thing. That was a tank. I'm going to stop talking about my car, but Jeeps are awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to breeze through the end because we're just about at the end with like 10 minutes left in the movie, and it kind of just goes pretty quick. Not a whole lot happens here. Um, so they they try to get to the boat. They fail. Uh, the boat, well, they make it to the boat, but they fail in using the boat because it's pushed back into the house. So we're back in the house. <laughs> um, and Haley finds, Haley and Dave and Sugar, they're all separated, monsters. They made Sugar go. And Haley finds a police radio. She calls for help. Dave it, finds some flares and finds Sugar swimming towards him. And this is the part where everyone, I know everyone thought it, like, oh, this is the moment that I'm going to absolutely hate this movie and turn it off because Sugar's going to die. 100%. I would have turned this movie off. I'd have been like, I don't know how the movie ended because I turned it off. (laughs) Um, But thankfully, Dave grabs Sugar, puts Sugar very safely on the steps. I don't say that facetiously. Very safely. Uh, because there's like a solid couple seconds and before the gator shows up and rips his arm off with a death roll and it's beautiful. Yeah, um, when this happened, like when the alligator first like bit his arm and was like tugging at it, I was like, I mean, couldn't an alligator this size like just rip this guy's arm off? And then about five seconds, I was like, oh, that, that alligator ripped this guy's arm off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it can. So Haley escapes the gators again as they're chasing her, and they go into, they have this cool scene where she goes into the bathroom, they have like one of these glass sliding bathroom doors, and she goes in there, she opens it, the gator chases her, she jumps over, it looks like she's going to get caught and get her leg ripped off, but she manages to get away, Um, she definitely would have lost her scholarship if that would have happened, but it's in it, so that's good, and they make their way to the roof. Haley gets trapped in a the dumbest characters like I realized at this point they are the dumbest characters she goes up to a window that is to the top filled with water like it's about to burst and she runs over to it to try to get a helicopter's attention instead of just walking up to the roof which is a clear path at this point and the glass shatters a gator goes in there she manages to elude it one more time they get the attention of the helicopter all three of them, and they are rescued. And that is the end of Crawl as we hear the fantastic song of See You Later, Alligator. <laughs> in a wild crocodile. <laughs> See now, I mean, I like the song at the end, but at the same time, it's like this movie was taking itself like dead serious the whole movie. And to just like tag it with the silly alligator song was kind of, it just didn't blend well it was like, it, i wasn't sure they knew what they want what they wanted to do or what they had just done i mean do you want them to feel, like have some have some kind of like solace like introspective moment like not, I, not solace or interest just like any kind of other music that's not like a parody song i would yeah, have liked I, to hear getting away with murder <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or rocky like a hurricane the score oh, oh. Yeah. Would, that would have been the same thing you know i no 
he might have something there. I I'm kind of about that. I I, I can see what he's saying. You're saying you're saying you didn't like the energy that it left off with. Whereas, exactly. Whereas it after, was like the opposite of what the movie just was trying to. Do. I mean, we did just see some dude's arm. Like you you made it out to be like it was a quick thing. And I was just, uh, dude, I was rocking in my seat because I was just thinking, I don't mean you, Mike. I, I mean, Dan kind of, he, he blazed through it. It was not a quick thing. It was like, it took a minute for that arm to snap off. And oh, we yeah. saw every second of it. And oh, like and it was delicious. Worst, it's the worst thing that could have happened to this guy. Absolutely. Losing his arm. Because he is a contracted by trade. So, you know, that's out the window. He can't effectively do his job anymore. He's also going through a divorce, which is already financially draining on a couple, yeah. as you could you probably know, Jarvis. So yes. he has no income because he can't do his job anymore. He uh, is going through a divorce. The house he was trying to sell, can't sell it anymore. It's full of alligators and destroyed by water. <laughs> so maybe this guy would have been better off just getting eaten by alligators or drowning. But what we were going for there is like after all of this takes place, like rock you like a hurricane might have been a better energy to leave off there, I guess. So yeah, I'll, I'm with you on that front. Yeah, and I think that you know this whole movie pretty much comes out to yeah, you've lost pretty much literally everything in your life, but at least your relationship with your daughter is fixed again, right? Right, everybody. Right? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I, I really wanted one of them, by the way, at the very end, like when she's about to swim, she's swimming up to the house and she's like hanging on the gutter, the gutter. I wanted her to be like, Dad, give me a hand. And that, that's all I wanted. But that's <laughs> okay. not what they went with. Okay, I would have I would have appreciated that. Or like on the end when they were like just laying on the roof and then they just like grab each other's hands. If she was on the other side and she couldn't grab his hand because he had no hands. Dad, give me your hand. Joke. Oh wait, <laughs> and, and he had to like awkwardly reach over his body with his other arm to grab her hand. That would have been good too. If if they would have said, "Dad, give me your hand," I would have wanted the movie to take a complete one eighty turn, and then the dad goes, first give me the lamp," <laughs> <laughs> and then we just go into an Aladdin type movie. <laughs> we are gonna get sued by Disney like any day now. It, it, it's going to happen. Can I just say, like, I. I am excited for a number. This is this was my second time watching the film, and like, it was funny the first time because it was something I was kind of like elbowing my wife, like <laughs> that's going to be us. <laughs> Being mere weeks away from this move, it was not the same fun experience watching these real <laughs> life <laughs> considerations take place as a new that, homeowner that, in Florida. That that, that that's going to be us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I, I am I am excited to call the police and for the, the conversation to I imagine sound something like this. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Uh yes. Um there is a gator trapped in my bathtub and my husband's arm is ripped off. Um Oh a thirty seven nineteen? We've had four thirty seven nineteens this week. Thirty seven nineteen! Thirty seven nineteen, thirty seven nineteen. So if we're good with the plot, boys, you want to move over to uh, cinematography and special effects? Sure. Okay, let's go. And we're here. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead. I was going to say, my only gripe was just like, it was really just when you got like the front uh, mm. shot of the gators. That was like when it was like, ooh, CGI is off on this. But like when you got side profiles of them or like them, 
thrashing around, then I didn't think it was that bad. I thought that they looked pretty good and pretty realistic. Um, but I, I, I liked it. I liked, I liked what they did with it. I mean, it was pretty, seemed pretty simplistic, but it was, it was good for what it was. Yeah. I think the, the, the whole movie is supposed to take place. And by the way, I, I, I didn't mention earlier, but the tallest crawl space that's ever existed in any house, they, they could have walked, they didn't have to crawl, but that's fine. <laughs> Hence the name of the movie, right? Like, oh, she, was this she movie could... called crawl because they crawl? Was it called crawl because of the crawl space? Or was it called crawl because alligators crawl? Or uh, was it called crawl because of crawl dads? There we go. That's, <laughs> crawl that's why it was crawl called dad. crawl dads. Crawl dads. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I I like the movie that the shots were all you know low inside the house. It was it was cool. I I, I agree with you that the special effects front facing of that CGI alligator crocodile was uh I don't know meh, but there there was also some oddities like when they were outside. I I think that the some of the camera angles made some stuff look kind of weird um in, in the distance. Like some of the they might have probably used a green screen background or something like that at some point. Um, it, it just seemed stuff about this seemed like it was a much higher budget sci-fi movie, you know, like better than Sharknado kind of style as far as the special effects go. But like, I, I don't know, something still seemed a little off. I, I, I can't knock it too much, though, because, yeah, during the whole movie, I was like, OK, some some of these parts, some of these gators coming after me in these tight spaces and jump scares they got me. So I can't say they did anything terribly wrong. Is that just with the. uh special effects or do you also feel that way about the cinematography i thought the cinematography was pretty darn good no yeah i, I think the cinematography was very good i think just the special effects portion of this kind of made me feel a little off but otherwise like i, I think there was some interesting and, and useful uh camera angles a lot of stuff was like a little zoomed in for me at times but it, it kind of helped lead to that as our favorite word is that claustrophobic feel inside the crawl space so yeah i was gonna make the same point that I think the cinematography was good. It was showed like the dark crawl space, the whole movie. You kind of felt like you were in there with them for the most part. Uh, they give the claustrophobic feel. And uh, just that I would say the same thing you guys said to the uh, alligators, at least the front facing ones, like you said, too, was a very weak point. I think the attack on the boat was kind of weak. It just looked really fake. So. Maybe next time, bigger budget CGI alligators. The the one place they did put a lot of budget into was the, the gore effects. The gore the, effects yeah, were good. The gore effects that were that I appreciated. Good. Yeah, like the, the, arm the arm ripping off. off. Yeah, the uh, the, the leg. When, the leg when he was trying to like push his bone back in. Yeah, and even like I I forgot to mention this before, but when Dave the dad when dad or daddy as Dan likes to call him gets pulled up <laughs> out of the water. Daddy Dave to you. Daddy Dave. And you think he drowned? Like, I was like, this 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 man looks dead. His eyes are like almost like glossed mm-hmm. over, and his, his body is clean. Like I'm like, this man is deceased. And she will. The rest of the movie is going to be her overcoming the death of her father, and like, fighting the alligators and getting her revenge on the alligators. But it wasn't. So that was a good. Good scene, at least. Oh, one of the one of the things before uh, Dan, you jump in. Sorry, there there was a, a a scene where she's in the crawl space. It started to fill up with water. She rises from under the water, and it's just her nose and eyes, just like a crocodile would, like in the water. And I thought that was like probably one of the the best scenes in this whole film was like her 
slowly scooting around the water trying to make the least amount of noise and just her eyes above it just like a crocodile would be hunting and i, I thought that was pretty cool so. you mean like an apex predator yeah like yeah that was very cool <laughs> i i just want to say in defense of me that when when they say yes daddy yes like that's freezing and that's not my fault okay like that that's not that's not my fault with the uh incest joke that's just if you scream yes daddy that all right i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> is that is that all you have for cinematography dan or? that was all i had for cinematography <laughs> okay <laughs> she says yes daddy <laughs> Dude, without reinventing the wheel, um, I am completely uh, in disagreement with Mike. Uh, all, all aside from like the initial a- alligator, uh, I thought everything was like, I-, I thought everything looked pretty darn good. I, I really did. Um, from an FX and uh, visual like framing standpoint, I thought everything was really well done. I do want to talk about one scene in particular, um, and I would like some feedback on it. I thought the most beautiful scene was the death spiral scene right at the end where Haley's in her Mm -hmm. room, her old room, and she stood in front of the window like an idiot. And that, that gator comes in and bites her and starts that slow death spiral before she can reach for the reach for the flare underground and burn it until it lets her go. What do we think? That alligator would have torn her apart. Cause that was one of my like ending notes. Like the amount of time she's been bit, like she would have been torn apart. She's been gotten bit on the leg. She's gotten bit on the arm at least twice. She's been put in a death spiral by an alligator. <laughs> she would have been torn apart, and she comes out fine. Like, and she's out. She's still out swimming alligators. With all those traumatic injuries, you would think that it would slow her down a bit. But no, she's still faster than any alligator. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with Mike on that. Like that alligator was like, but the alligator wasn't spinning her. Like wasn't like rolling her. Like hardcore it was like rolling her like a beach boys music video like i can't see me loving nobody like it was (laughs) they were in like a trans with each other instead of like it just pulling and ripping it was just kind of like spinning i'll never be able to watch that scene ever again without that song in my head that's i was going for more of like the artistic stand but i was i was expecting to hear kyle like i like the framing like in his non-committal non-committal way that he talks about like the framing and shots he's like it was good you know it was pretty good but like i i, I give that's hey look if you're gonna amaze me with a shot like i said i i pulled up the shot of the lady uh, with her in um in the water with, with the eyes of because i thought that was that was actually fantastic that was a really good shot but yeah, if you're gonna just give me like generic shots, yeah, guess what? You get a. It was fine. You didn't jar me and throw me across the room with your shitty camera angles. Like, it, you should be happy if you get it. It was okay. Some of these movies we watch, it's like they take the camera and go from like floor to ceiling, and it's like that. That's oh, painful. see what we did? See what we did? <laughs> we panned. Ooh. <laughs> I... God, no, I, I was not expecting uh, the answers you gave, Mike, but unfortunately, for my point, I have to agree with you. And, it, you know, that because that brings up another point. The one thing that I really did find inconsistent was her injuries, because she's, mm. like, hopping. She's playing, like, the floor is lava, the floor is alligators. And, and like, <laughs> she's been, like, her foot was damn near, it looked like it was damn near tore off at one point. She's been bitten 
above the elbow um, before she could empty an entire mag into into that fucking alligator. Like, but yeah, if, if you look back at shots after that specific injury, like it, the the makeup she department, looks fine. yeah, the makeup department didn't stay consistent. So, well, the water probably washed it off. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a- yeah. They. They had to make a strong character to survive to the end, I guess, is, is what that, that whole piece was. But yeah, I agree. She, they, they did make a mention of it as she's like, every time any of the characters started walking, they're always groaning and like in pain. So I appreciate them just not ignoring it completely. But uh, yeah, it, it's not consistent with uh, arm ripping off uh, strength, but also just maybe like a little nibble here. It's like a little nom nom. <laughs> also, to be fair, though, that's Barry Pepper. That's the fucking sniper from Saving Private Ryan. So, I no. I I believe that he he would you know man man up through it. Dude's got he a he is like the dadliest dad of all dads, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> daddy um, Dan, your thoughts? <laughs> yes, daddy. Yes, uh, would you call this man your daddy? And what does he do? <laughs> All right, let's uh let's move over to sound and and music. I I think I I think they the some of the sound effects of the chomping was a little overdone, but I get it. It it was it was funny. I I think that was that was good use uh, of like good old chomping. Like you said earlier Jarvis, the, the the bone crunching of some of those scenes was pretty gnarly. Uh the the music was suspenseful. I think it was like kind of semi-generic i don't think i think anything stood out to me but it was it worked its magic it, it did all right yeah i don't really have much to say about it it was pretty generic like you said the crunching was a little over the top even the alligator growling was a little a little over the mm. top but other, other than that it was fun nothing impressive i think not impressive is better than than bad but yes you know sound especially shouldn't i don't know in a movie shouldn't necessarily be the forefront i think they complimented all the scenes and the builds and the tension. Well, uh, I liked I liked the bones breaking. I liked all those sounds, all the crunches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought yep. those were juicy and fun. But yeah, I, I was overall very pleased. Yeah. The only uh, note I'll make about the sound is with all like the rushing water and the rain, they actually like referenced it, and you could actually hear it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like in a lot of other movies, it's like. There's a storm of the century going on, but it's like dead silent and you don't hear it. Oh, yeah. So you, that was the you, good thing. You close the front door and then the, the like, rain's oh, well, done. It doesn't exist anymore because it's <laughs> it's out there and we're in here. So yeah. that was good. Other than that, there was nothing like that. There wasn't a lot of music in this movie. I made my point about the song and the credits earlier. But overall, just the uh, ambient sound was the strong point of this movie. And uh, with that, if we're good with that, I think uh, I'm going to toss it back over to Dan. Come on. You know, you, you got to have at least 90% of the talking in this one. Uh, what is the spoopy meter this week? Yes, Daddy. I do. Um, so. Oh, please don't do that again. That just makes me <laughs> cringe. That was so uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. So alligators typically have... I found this very interesting. Alligators typically, you, you already know where this is going to go with the with the meter, but let me just give you a little back on this. Uh, so on average, in their lifespan, they grow 2,000 to 3,000 teeth because uh, unlike us, alligators, when they lose their teeth, 
they just grow it back. They're just like, eh, who, who cares? <laughs> so um, alligators have about 80 teeth. So, you know, about zero to 80 teeth. How many, how many teeth would you let these alligators sink into you, daddies? <laughs> Please don't say daddy anymore. <laughs> All right, daddies, let's um, do this. Yeah. Uh, I guess let's see, zero to eighty. I'll I'll be uh I'll be quick here, I think, because I, I think this movie was I think it was alright. I think I had a good time watching it. It the, some of the shots were, were imaginative and, and some of the uh while some of the special effects like didn't hit the ones that were good were, were really good, like the, the nasty arms and, and legs breaking and getting ripped off and stuff. Uh it was quick, which I always appreciate, and it was uh the acting wasn't ba- it wasn't bad it, it was fine some of the writing was like off but i, I don't know I, I think for for what it was it was it was a good time uh i would i would say spook wise the the jump scares were the, the big portion of this and some of the the, the overarching fears of, of being in the water with alligators was was right up there but um i don't know uh spook meter i'll give it like a a, a 50 no I think spoop. I'm gonna give it like a, a forty out of eighty, right in the middle there. And uh, for the movie itself, I will go with a sixty out of eighty teeth. Um, I, I think I'd let sixty of those, those bad boys right into my arm, and then just kind of walk it off like it was no big deal. Um, um, gonna kind of go roughly about what you said, out, but for spoopy wise, I'm gonna give it a lot higher, mainly just because everything I hate was in this. The bones, the spiders on the face. It, again, if if this becomes the segment of would Chris live, Chris would not live. Chris would just dive into the gator's mouth and let it be over as soon as possible. Or instead of using that gun, would just, just end it himself because everything he hates is happening in this movie. Uh, but yeah, like, there were moments the CGI wasn't as great. Acting was decent. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. it. I was entertained, but for spoopiness, I'm gonna give it a like seventy out of eighty teeth, just because everything I hate was in this movie. I hate the sound of bones. I despise spiders, and I have to give it a high spoopy scale just because of how horribly uncomfortable I was throughout the movie. Um, but overall, I'm gonna give it maybe forty out of 80 teeth digging into my bones and making me want it to be over. Uh, if I had to give this a spoopy rating, I would probably, it wasn't to me, it wasn't that scary. It was a spoopy, if you will. It was just tense. And like, there was a couple of jump scares. So out of 80, maybe 15 spoop teeth. Overall as a movie, I'd probably give it about the same, like 15. I I didn't like this movie too much because to me it didn't seem like it knew what it wanted to be. Uh, I've seen a lot of better, like, killer animal movies with the animals, like the villain or the antagonist and the source of the conflict where your protagonist, your main cast, is trying to escape from. These were just regular alligators. They had no motivation. They weren't genetically modified super intelligent sharks like in deep blue sea which knew what it was it was leaning into the fact that it was ridiculous it wasn't a gigantic 
shark like the Meg with Jathan Statham, where it was this thousands of year old killing machine. These are just alligators, and they didn't line up to what normal alligator behavior is. And like I said, the movie didn't seem like it knew what it wanted to be in the alligator behavior. And with the added song on the end, which kind of contradicts your whole tenseness of these killer alligators movie, it just didn't work for me. So 15 for spoopiness and 15 for a movie. I'll follow that up with saying Mike must have been in a bad mood when he watched this. Because uh, I, I couldn't feel any any more different. I really couldn't. Um, I loved it. Uh, I, I loved kind of the, the brief backstory you get. Yes, she's a swimmer. And yes, things were convenient to the plot. Probably the third time I've said it now. Um, but, you know, it it made for a good story. It was a compelling story. It was a it was a story of a family being ripped apart uh, through this divorce. And this tragic circumstance is, is what is bringing them back together. I will say that uh, my other thought is that this episode of Discovery Animal Face-Off between alligator and florida man seemed a little one-sided for the majority of the film uh other than that it i i I really liked it it was just it was fun it was it was action-packed there's a ton of content and alligators uh i am a little upset that uh the average human swims at about two miles per hour and the average gator uh swims at about 20 and we are to believe that she would have made it to that boat. But all things I can get behind because the movie was a lot of fun. And artistically, it made a lot of smart choices. Uh, the Sad House was an appropriate illustration of the broken family. Um, the, the, marks on the, the marks on the door uh, symbolizing their, you know, this is their childhood home and things of that nature. Uh, the crawl space kind of. I think was almost symbolic of, you know, what he was willing to get his hands dirty and fix, but he wasn't willing to do for his marriage. Um, I think a lot of things went under the radar. I think this movie did know what it wanted to do, um, and it it should be applauded for it. So, anyway, uh, spoopy meter. I jumped quite a few times. So, what are we doing out of eighty? Uh, yes. 80. Okay, I'll go fifty out of eighty, um, and then for my overall. Uh, I'll probably go like 67. Uh, great film. Uh, I will watch it again. Yeah, I was going to make a side note based on what you said. I didn't really read into too much of the metaphors that you did about like working on the house compared to working on the family relationship and all that. So, I mean, maybe you might get an extra couple points factoring that in. But I don't think, like you said, I I might have been in a bad mood. I don't think I was in a bad mood when I watched this. I just don't get a ton of free time nowadays to watch movies. I'm sure as a father of several children, you get less. But when I watch a movie, I don't want to watch this type of movie. So that just m- might be my thing. But I, you make some very valid points on your analysis of it, too. All right, daddies. So I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> And I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to just saying words because I I don't want to hear Dan talk about daddy things anymore. So I'm gonna keep it short. Um, and I've already kind of said my gripes with the movie. Uh, CGI was a little flat at times. I actually want to say that I think the acting was a little flat at times. I don't think that reactions were proportional to things that were going on, which we kind of talked about throughout the entire episode and made jokes about. 
um, like guy gets his arms ripped off. I'm pretty sure you would pass out from the sheer pain of that. Most people, but I mean, this guy might've been on PCP, like we said, so maybe he was fine. Uh, he was on meth. He might've been on meth too. So it's, you know, you, you never know. So <laughs> maybe I should just suspend disbelief, but th- there were a couple things that were like off, but overall I went into this knowing nothing. And I was very surprised with the style of movie. I expected a sci-fi network type movie and came out with like kind of an interesting story um that i just didn't see it going that direction so i enjoyed it i enjoyed the movie overall i think it was fun the characters were okay um i like creature films so uh spoopy i i actually was kind of scared like i felt pretty tense throughout the throughout the movie so I'm going to give it a solid 69 and say it was nice. 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 And then uh, for an overall, I'm, I, I enjoyed it. I think you should watch it. I think you should take the time out and watch it. I think it's a fun movie. It's not long. And uh, if you're looking for a creature film, then I think that this could fill that fill that void in your life daddies and i'm going to give this a 69 as well because it's nice also nice <laughs> also nice very nice nice yeah and with that i think we will uh, go ahead and, and wrap this thing up i want to thank andrew cavanaugh and connor mcleod for our intro and outro music and the artwork for our podcast uh you can see all the links in our uh, podcast description for all of our social media stuff come say hi i uh i, I want to thank you all for listening and uh definitely thank travis I, I oh yeah i guess i can thank travis thank you travis we we thank you all the time outside of this podcast but thank you live hey, on the podcast thanks travis you're our number one yeah. daddy <laughs> travis, <laughs> one daddy. uh and yeah i, I do want to uh come say hi to us social media we're on all of it Again, links in the thing. And then uh, tune in next season. We're going to be off for a little bit, like I said earlier. But appreciate you guys stopping by. And uh, Chris, what, do you have something to say about stopping by as well? Thanks for stopping by and having a horrible season with us.